0: Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast, helping you invest in property for freedom, choice, and profit. You'll learn new, innovative, and multiple streams of property income, whether you want to start, scale, or systemize, and even if you don't have deposits. Hi, Kevin MacDonald here, and welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast and our weekly property news update. So, what's in the news this week? The Property Investor Today website warns investors not to change strategy based on the lockdown trends. We've seen during the lockdown a number of um, trends happening in the property market. So, an exodus of people out of apartments in big cities, like central London mainly, and moving out to more into the country, wanting to live in uh, more greener areas, etc. Now, that can be a short term thing. In two years' time, three years' time, will all of those apartments refill up? Even in a few months' time, potentially, could they refill up? So if we've been looking at long-term trends in property, we should not take a short-term change like COVID to res- to look at... Um, We should not take a short-term change like COVID as an indication of where the market will be long-term. There could be a mini dip. There can be a dip not just in the prices, but a dip in certain types of rental demand, as we're seeing at the moment with certainly City Centre London Apartments. But... Long-term, they can still be very viable investment options. Now, Now's a good time to maybe observe the masses, do the opposite, and look to grab some of those apartments, some of that accommodation, while everyone is running away from them, knowing that we will return to normality. So when you're making your investment decisions, be careful at looking at short-term trends and more focus on the long-term fundamentals of what has made property great. So that was trends in the property market during COVID. But what about mortgage market? How is that faring up in lockdown two? 27 Tech, a mortgage technology platform, has released the latest figures on the state of the mortgage market one week after lockdown two began. The findings released on November 12th revealed the following. So mortgage searches. Weekly mortgage search volumes rose by 87.79% of the year's highest figure, so up 6.8% on the previous week. So on lockdown one, the mortgage applications went up. Search volumes for buy to let mortgages were also up, reaching 92.09%, an 8% rise on the week before. Meanwhile, weekly residential mortgage search volumes were at 87.57%, again up 6.8% on the last week. ESIS documents, so that's the European standardized information sheet, which mortgage brokers require. So the mortgage ESIS document figures were up on the week before as well, rising 7.5% to reach 91.7 to reach 91.42. Weekly buy-to-let mortgage documentation figures were set at 89.75, again up 7.8%. So literally we're seeing an upward trend on mortgage applications across the sector in the first week of lockdown. Why is that happening? Maybe more people time off work looking to get mortgages. And different to lockdown one. So a lot of people have looked at lockdown two has been different to lockdown one. It's not as big a lockdown. Uh, more stuff is open. The schools are open. The universities are open. A lot more people are working and in their offices than they were on lockdown one. Um, life seems to be more returning towards normality and people aren't people don't seem to be as worried in in lockdown 2 as maybe they were in lockdown 1 and there's been a big rise in the property market through the last few months anyway so which is really really interesting because everything going on with covid has still resulted in a rising property market now for us as buy to let investors buy to let applications right and buy to let searches were at 19.11% in the past week so about 20% of all applications for mortgages, all searches for mortgages, sorry, were related to buy-to-let property. So, still a lot of interest in buy-to-let property, and big opportunity right now. And a lot of investors. And you'll see the rise in the searches for buy-to-let mortgages is because a lot of investors are seeing the opportunities that are out there right now, the opportunities to start to get good property deals. So. The, the secret, the me- so the message in this is keep pushing forward with your property journey. If you are looking to get started in property, now's the time. How many of you wish that you started in 2008? The biggest financial crash in history, I remember when where I was in 2008, mentally wise, mentality wise, it was no point in doing anything now, don't do anything. I looked back in 2013 and regretted that decision, wished I had got started. So, 2008, many people have said, I wish I was investing in 2008. Well, here's the thing. This is the new 2008. 2021 is just around the corner. It is gonna bring unprecedented opportunities for those that are ready to move on property. And I don't just mean ready to move financially. I mean ready to move mentally, with your right mentality, the right mindset to push forward on your property journey. Now's the time, guys. So now let's look a little bit closer to home, but let's stay on the mortgages topic. So within the Progressive Property community this week, Danielle Gabay posted asking, are there any lenders at the moment doing 15 to 20% deposits for buy to let mortgages? Andy Siwak, Andy is one of Progressive Property's resident um, mortgage brokers or approved accredited mortgage brokers. Um, Andy Siwak, so Andy has come in and said, there's a couple at 80% loan to value, but currently this is the maximum. So right now there's a couple of lenders who are lending at 80% loan to value on buy to let. That's the maximum. So you're not gonna get any 85% products. You will get 80%, meaning you only need a 20% deposit. Now, obviously if you're gonna put down 20% deposit instead of 25% deposit, yes, there's a couple of lenders that will lend, but you will pay a slightly higher interest rate than you would pay if you were putting down the bigger deposit. If you want to know more about that, then have a chat with Andy Cywak or contact the Progressive Property Office and they could recommend you some other Progressive Property approved mortgage brokers. Or go on to the Progressive Property um, community on Facebook, so the Progressive Property community, go into Facebook, type in Progressive Property Community, click join and within the community you can ask who are the approved Progressive Property mortgage brokers that can help you look at products for your investment journey. Other news within the Progressive Property community is that um, Kevin panescus our resident serviced accommodation expert. So Kevin teaches serviced accommodation for Progressive Property. He is running a serviced accommodation seven day challenge at the moment. So he's going through everything on daily actions, morning, afternoon, evening, daily accountability, daily actions, daily interviews with people who are doing to accommodation to help you on your to accommodation journey. So that 7 day challenge kicked off on the 18th of November, so it's 17, 7 days from the 18th of November through to the 25th of November get into the Progressive Property community, see the posts from Kevin about the Serviced Accommodation Challenge. Um, You need to become a Progressive Property supporter to join the challenge. Um, But massive, massive value being given all week by Kevin. So if you're interested in Serviced Accommodation, you want to get started on your Serviced Accommodation journey or maybe scale your Serviced Accommodation journey, then take part in the Serviced Accommodation 7-Day Challenge. Get in as quickly as you can as it started on the 18th of November. You can catch up The videos are all recorded, you can watch them and you can catch up. And finally, Lucy Ingram in the community posted about how she lost nearly 2,000 pounds this week but they're still happy. So this week, a HMO tenant of theirs finally left after paying no rent since July. We offered a payment plan, we were kind, we listened time and again um, to his dog ate my rent stories and then they served their section eight notice. Finally, they've managed to get the tenant out of the property. uh, so well done well done Lucy for getting your tenant out well done for getting your property back and let's move forward now part of the reason I want to share this story as well as part of your property journey is you're going to have tenants that pay. You're going to have tenants that don't pay. You are going to have tenants that will damage your property. If you are in the position right now where you've got one tenant and that one tenant doesn't pay you, then you're paying for that cost out of earned income from a job. You want to quickly get to 10, 15, 20 tenants. And one of the quickest ways to get there is through strategies like maybe rent to rent, multi-let properties. So um, I know Lucy has got quite a few rent to rent properties at the moment. So one tenant not paying, it's not nice, but it's not the end of the world because the other tenants will pay. And she knows the systems and how to get a tenant removed. Even in COVID times, non-paying tenants, she's managed to get them out of the property. Now, I'm not saying every non-paying tenant should be removed from a property because clearly it's on a case by case basis. Some tenants you want to help and support, maybe work a plan out for them. Quite often we, we work with our tenants. We'll speak to the councils. We'll see what the council can do to support them. Sometimes with tenants, what we'll do is give them some additional work. So quite often we'll give tenants jobs like painting, decorating and mowing lawns, whatever it may be to help them while they're in a position of not struggling to pay their rent. Um, reduce their rent for a period of time. Agree and no rent with a payment plan. There's lots of stuff you can do. But sometimes tenants just don't pay not because they don't have the money they just don't want to pay i had an example of a tenant not so long ago in the last few months and they hadn't paid me for a few months and they were actually saving up to buy a house they bought a property with the non paid rent money that they weren't giving me that those type of scenarios are where we are those those type of scenarios are where landlords need to be you know Looked after more by councils, looked after more and and protected by the se- the section twenty eights, the section twenty ones to help us remove that type of tenant. However, um, as landlords, many landlords can sometimes get a bad name for not helping and supporting tenants. Here at Progressive, we teach you, and we hope that you will be somebody who's ethical enough to, you know help your tenants, work with your tenants, support your tenants where possible, but also be strong with those that are just taking advantage of the system. So well done Lucy for removing a tenant who has clearly taken advantage of the system um, and well done in getting your property back. So that's this week's update on property news from within the community and around the UK. Remember the Progressive Property Podcast is out twice per week now. Um, one episode normally every week plus the property news update. Make sure you subscribe. We're on iTunes and Stitcher and also go over to the Progressive Property YouTube channel. Subscribe to the channel where we're giving weekly content that can help you on your property journey. You've been listening to the Progressive Property Podcast. I've been Kevin McDonald. You've been amazing.